We've got to make sure that we really are separating what we do, separating our businesses so that we're able to swap from one thing to another without getting overwhelmed, so that we're able to have what we need at our fingertips for the one job and what we need at our fingertips for the other job, and so that we can relax at the end of the day and switch off. Hello and welcome. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to your needs, the needs of the practicing natural therapist. With interviews, herbal discussions, something business, and something clinical each week, you'll get the variety you need and enjoy to stay motivated in practice. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How are you? So today, I want to talk to you about using systems in our business last time. And today, I wanted to talk to you about the subtleties of change, about finishing the day at work, because I was chatting to a friend of mine, and she was saying how she was struggling with transitioning from one job to another. So when we transition from one job to another, how are we going to do that? How are we going to organize the transition? Now, for me, I work in my front room. So how do I transition from my front room to the rest of the house? How can I leave work at home? And that was the discussion that I had with her. Because it's all very well if I've got all the systems, I've got all the things, my jolly hockey sticks life, it's all ready to go. I've got my background paperwork sorted. But if I never switch off, I'm going to become overwhelmed because we run our own business. That's all you think about. It's pretty endless, your own business. You've got loads to do. You're doing everything, especially in the beginning when you can't afford the bookkeeper, when you can't afford to have somebody dealing with your customer service, when you can't afford all the systems, bells and whistles. Then we go through a bit of a stage where we buy a few too many bells and whistles, and then we start scaling back to what we actually need. But ultimately, you're working from your laptop. And so chances are you're taking your laptop home and you're working from home. So I think it's really important that when we think about our space and our business space, we make sure that we have boundaries. And these are boundaries for ourselves. These boundaries for our clients, our out-of-office emails and not replying to them outside of business hours. Just because they email you, it doesn't mean to say they should expect an answer. Sometimes I will see an email pop up and I think, and I've opened it before I've thought, I should say, rather than I don't think to myself, I just open it and go, oh, what did I do that for? It's 10 o'clock at night. And then I think I'll answer it now anyway, because then I don't have to think about it tomorrow. If I do that, I then schedule the reply to come out at working hours. I don't reply back at 10 p.m., even if I've answered it at 10 p.m., but preferably I haven't answered that email outside of working hours and I will just answer it inside of working hours. Now, working hours are different for everybody and I work four days a week. So I've tried to always work four days a week. So when I was nursing, I'd work three days nursing or they're actually mornings because there were morning shifts. My working here when I was working as a naturopath as well, I was working in recovery. So of course, we'd be finished by two o'clock. I'd do a morning shift. I'd be there early in the morning and I'd do three o'clock. I'd be home. So I'd work two or three shifts a week as a nurse. I would work one evening as a naturopath. So I'd work Monday evening. I'd work two till 8 p.m. And then generally I'd work a morning as well. Then I began to reduce down the nursing. I'd do two days nursing and I'd work two and a half days as a naturopath. Then eventually I got rid of the nursing. I started lecturing instead and I'd do two lecturing and two and a half naturopathy. So I'm 
Although, because remember lecturing is only three hours, so it's not a full day. Although I used to try and make some of them a full day if I could, but that's another story. So when we think about our boundaries from switching off and from your job, from your business and going to your home life, but we also have to switch off from one job to another because as a nurse, I'd have to remember not to say all the naturopathy things I wanted to say. There's never a crossover. It's very rare that I want to say nursing things, but I have my nursing knowledge, which is fantastic because it means I'm able to see things in a very different light and very quickly and look outside the square, which is why my courses work so well. My clinical courses, because I'm able to help people immediately with their problems. It's why having clinical groups works so well for me. So, and we have clinical groups all the time. So do reach out and I'll tell you about them. But back to what I'm talking about here. So I suggested to my friend, so not a mentee, but a friend who's a naturopath and she works in business as well. She's corporate and she's working from home. Like so many of us, you're working at your computer. And she said, how do I, she said she was really struggling between swapping between the two jobs. And I said, well, you can't move. I mean, I've got my office. I go out, I close the door. It's officially, if you looked on a house plan, it would be called the lounge, but it's not the lounge anymore. It was the lounge when I started out. So when I started out, I was working in my lounge. I had the TV in front of the window, sofa down the wall, computer in the back corner, because remember, I write everything by hand. I wasn't on the computer. And my herbs and everything, they're all still on the shelves, just like they always were, and chairs in front of them. And what I would do at the end of my session was, because I would sit in my office chair, move my office chair back to the computer at the back of the room. I would throw a sheet over the television. I would tidy up all of my papers and everything else. Yes, the herbs were still there, but they became behind me because then I would sit in the seat that my client sat in. After I'd sprayed the room, changed the energy of the room, I'd use flower essences to spray the room. So I changed my room to close down my day. All right. And so then when I had to, if I didn't work on clients in the evening, I would be studying in the evening. Chances are I was doing yet another course, in which case I'd be sitting in the back of the room at the computer studying whatever course it was that I was doing at the time. But then it became my office. And I know from her room, it's part of the family area. So she can't leave it. It's in the space. So I said, well, you need to change it between jobs because she's working corporate and then she's seeing clients. And I said, it can be a really simple change. Something like throwing a rug over the chair to soften it. So when it's corporate, it's just your office chair. When it's naturopathy, there's a rug over it to change the flavor of the space. Because you can't change the space. She's got her desk, her computer. You're not going to be rearranging the family room for each day of the week when you're working from home. But making sure that there is an ability to turn it off and go away from it. All right. So that you'll see maybe a different mat on the desk in front of you so that you see the space differently so that you're able to swap from one system to another. Remember in our last podcast, we talked about systems and using all these systems online. So it's really tempting when we're online to boot up client stuff and have a look at that when in actual fact, we should be doing something else or ignoring the client stuff and doing something else when we should be. So one of the simple things that I have is, you know, I don't know, you're bound to be like me and that you have a hundred windows open, hundred tabs open, right? So I will have windows open. So all of my podia, that's all in one window, lots of tabs at the top, all the different podia ones. And that also has my Canva tab open as well, because then I know it's all quick to get to. I will have 
all the client tabs open. So if I've got, I'm talking to clients, I will have my Halaxy tabs open in one window. And then I might have companies stuff up there because I might want to check out products or whatever. I will have the delivery like a Raya or Vitaly. That will be open. Those will be the tabs in that one. So although I've got three windows, I mean, I do have a big screen, but although I have three windows open on there and then I have lots of tabs within them, those tabs are specific to those areas. So that if I was studying or doing something different, then that becomes a window so that all the tabs are within that window. It means it makes my history easy to follow and I can go back and find what I need. Because when I have a lot of courses, as I keep saying, you know, I've got the academy, I've got the membership, which if you're not a member, you really, really need to check it out because it's got everything in it. It's got all the support. It's got me in it. And that means you get a 30% discount to almost all of my courses. So, or all the courses, sorry, but not necessarily the one-to-one mentoring or some of the group mentoring because they're already massively cheap anyhow. But it means that everything's in one place. So tonight I'm working with my project group. And so I have a tab for the things that I know that I'm going to come across when I'm talking with them. When I speak with my clinical group, that will be the same windows and groups of tabs as well, because I know that there's going to be a huge similarity between those two groups. So it means that I've separated out within business the different parts of my job and what I do. I did initially mix my job so I would nurse and then I'd go home and then I'd see clients. And I realized that really didn't work for me That because then I'd have to change the brain space. And I've started to feel that again. So now I try not to mentor when I see my clients. Or if I do see my clients in the morning, I will make sure there's a good size lunch break. There's a break so I can go out, sit in the sun, or I might go out, get sushi or something, whatever it is. And then I can come back in a different brain space to then see my mentees. Because separating it out means that I don't overwhelm myself. Because at the moment, if you're right at the beginning, or even if you've been at this for years and you're listening in, that we have to always be checking our paperwork. We have to make sure that everything's up to date. We're doing all of those things. And it might be that in actual fact, you're doing the same thing. You've been around 20 years, you've been around two weeks, but you're doing the same thing and that you're updating your intake form. One's making it and creating it, the other one's updating it. So we do these things on a regular basis as part of our business. We try to get the systems right so that everything flows. And we need support with that. Getting that right on your Todd is actually quite hard. There's a lot of trial and error. And that's what I do in the 90-day program. So I really help people to set up and make sure their systems are in sync and flow so that they've got everything in the one place and it's all working for them. So when we're in working in our business, we are taking the breaks and we're able to step from one part of our business to another. So for you, it might be that you're setting up your business, you're seeing a very rare client. So you're deep diving into what's going on with them. You're finding out all about it, over diving probably, then over giving to the client, finding out in the groups what everybody knows and really getting into it. And that means you're not walking away. So we need to time limit ourselves on some of these things. And if you've been in the game a long time, you've been in the profession, and so you don't spend as long deep diving into things because you've been doing it a long time, so you've got a good background knowledge, but you're still going in to smarten up that knowledge to find out if there's anything new. Maybe you're asking in the group, anybody seen anything new in this lately? We've got to make sure that we really are separating what we do, separating our businesses so that we're able to swap from one thing to another without getting overwhelmed, so that we're able to have what we need at our fingertips for the one job and what we need at our fingertips for the other job, and so that we can relax at the end of the day and switch off. 
So I want you to just think about how is it that you swap from one job to another? How is it that you change your space or what you do so that it's easier for you with your flow and it's easier for you to switch off and actually sleep at night? I mean, one of the things with having your own business is that you're always thinking about it, always something to do. So we have to consciously say to ourselves, you know what? It's five o'clock. I'm turning everything off now and I'm going to go and watch Netflix and I'm going to hang out with the family because it's time for me to finish for the day. doesn't matter that I've got a ton of stuff to do. There is always more to do in your own business. You have to have a life as well. So how does that feel? What has that made you think about? As I'm doing these couple, sort of thinking about what it was like for me right at the beginning and how things I could have done better or changed if they'd even existed. And I know they exist now. And how would I have used them if I'd come to them now rather than this slow, I've had lots of systems that I've gone through as companies have developed and changed and created more things for me. So. I'm going to leave it there. I've really enjoyed recording this. If you have any friends that you think would benefit from the show, then copy the link, send it to them via Messenger on the share button there. Pop it in your story. Pop it in your Instagram or your Facebook because I'd love you to share my podcast with others as well. And if you've not followed or subscribed, then do click on that button. It's the plus button on the Apple podcast or the follow button on Spotify. And that means that you get your episodes delivered directly to the app rather than having to go searching for them. So I've got lots in mine that I love. And it means that when I go for a walk and I listen to my podcast, my app automatically scrolls through all of my favorite people and I get to listen to their latest podcast. So I hope that you pop me there in your library so that you get my latest podcast. There's two a week. So I hope I can help you. Let me know if you wanted me to talk about anything in particular. So I hope you have an absolutely brilliant rest of day, whatever it may be. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. See ya. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.